Well, good morning. I am so excited right now to be bringing you this first foundational message in our new series about Jehovah Rapha. So excited to be starting off this season because this is more than just a, a series. This is actually a season that we're moving into. And, you know, we are constantly hearing stories about those in our midst who've been touched by Jesus, who've been healed by Jesus. And we've been hearing this for a long time now. And uh, many of us have experienced the healing touch of Jesus and so many more will experience the healing touch of Jesus. So we're moving into a very significant area this morning and it's an invitation this morning for you to engage with what Jesus is doing here. This is part of what Jesus wants to do. He wants to engage with you and this includes everyone who is with us online this morning. You're all included in this. Now we've seen healings consistently now over many months and those of you connected with us will know that but Jesus wants to do so much more this is just the beginning so of course this is not new to us here we've seen healings here I think for as long as this church has existed but what is different is that there has been almost an outpouring that we have not seen before over recent months and even over the recent 12 months so this morning is all about the Lord who heals and it's about some foundations that are going to help you join in with us as he moves amongst us and also through us. So at the outset I want to explain this. This is so much more than another platform series. It is so much more than another teaching series. It is an active participation in what Jesus is doing, which is why we are doing this right now. We are in a season that we are acknowledging that Jesus started. We are stepping into what he has started and following where he is uh, leading us and he's inviting everyone to join in with that. So I think that this morning what we'll do is we'll lay some foundations for you that will help you to engage with Jesus and engage with Jesus the healer. So can I encourage you this morning that this is about building up your faith because Jesus responds to our faith. So this morning we're going to cover three foundational principles. Then we're going to have a time of worship again where you can respond to Jesus and then we're going to pray. So you are actively involved this morning. So I want you to engage with us as we go through this morning. So first of all, let's think about this. Throughout the whole Bible... God reveals himself as a healer. So let's start with a question. When is the first healing recorded in the Bible? If you're in the room, I'd ask you to answer me. You can answer it in the chat if you want to. And when is the last book in the Bible that healings referred to? Well, here's the answer. The first healing that I could find is in Genesis 20. And you can read that for yourself. Very, very early on in the Bible. And the last reference to healing is in Revelation 22.2, which refers to the healing of the nations. So what I want to say is this, God loves to reveal himself as healer. And uh, throughout the whole Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, he reveals to us his willingness to heal, and that is so important. So God is a relational God, and when he speaks to us, he's speaking to us about how he wants, to, wants us to relate to him. He wants to draw us to himself. So when we look into the Old Testament and we see God's relationship with Israel, his chosen nation, we can see many names that God called himself as he revealed himself to Israel. And he revealed specific aspects of his character in those names. 
So Jehovah means God. It actually uh, is Yahweh, which is what the Israelites used to call uh, name God. And uh, in that, we can see that God has called himself many names. And we, we start with Jehovah. So the first of all, he said, I am Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider, in Genesis 22.1. And in, uh, he calls himself Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace, in Judges 6.24. And of course, Jehovah Rapha, which we're focusing on this morning, the Lord our healer. I am the Lord who heals you, in Exodus 15.26. There are other names that God called himself, and they all revealed his nature and how he wanted to relate to his people. And that is just as true today. So there are more names, and the significance of these names is this. God's names are his promises, because God is his promise. So for Israel, Jehovah Rapha was his promise of healing to the Israelites. And it was a promise of physical healing. So whoever knew these names and called upon God as Jehovah Rapha, and the name that uh, that represents, had God's promise that he would heal them. If they called upon God in the other names, his promise would he would respond according to the promise of that name. So whoever needed healing, they called upon Jehovah Rapha for their healing. But God's nature is unchangeable. We know that. And we know that his character is unchangeable. So what he said himself about Israel is just as true for us today as God cannot go against himself. So in the Old Testament, healing was available under the law. There were conditions and these were conducive to good health. But they also expressed the relationship of the Israelites with God. They expressed that one-on-one relationship and expressed God's desire for healing his people. And of course, Jehovah Rapha was his desire to heal. And uh, and also there were were conditions there which uh, basically expressed a two-way relationship. I will heal, I am healer, and I will heal under these conditions. So for us today, Jehovah Rapha is still active. But now we are under a new covenant, a new agreement between us and God through Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. So the nature of God never changes. God cannot go against himself. However, the new covenant through the death of Jesus on the cross has opened up so much more. And this includes healing in every aspect of our lives. The conditions are different now and they are centred around Jesus. So when God revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha, Jesus had not yet been revealed. But let's think about this. He existed. And the word tells us Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and and forever. So what does that tell us if we think about that? Let's take a moment to consider this question right now. What does what we have heard so far tell us about God's desire to heal? For me, it clearly tells me that God's desire to heal doesn't change, hasn't changed. So salvation through Jesus includes healing. That's the first principle that I want to touch on this morning. Salvation through Jesus includes the provision for healing. So, have you ever considered why at times when we pray for healing, when we take communion? Have you ever thought about why that is? Well, what it is, it's an activation of our faith that Jesus healed through what he accomplished on the cross at Calvary. It's an activation of our faith that Jesus heals and that healing comes with what Jesus accomplished on the cross. So when you choose to follow Jesus and give your life to him, your salvation includes the provision for healing. 
And why is this? A simple explanation. When Jesus died on the cross at Calvary, he paid the price for what happened in the garden in Genesis 3. And that what happened in the garden in Genesis 3 opened us all up to sin, sickness and to death. So what Jesus has done, though, he has made the way for restored relationship with God and the way out of sin, sickness and eternal death. Now, we still face death in the natural, of course, and therefore we're not fully restored to the original conditions in the garden. However, we now have a relationship with God and all of the promises that are in his word. Why? Our conditions for healing are different for us now from the Israelites. And here's the reason why. Because Jesus is the mediator of a better covenant with us. And this is what Hebrews 9.15, it's actually not 18, it's Hebrews 9.15. This is Jesus. He is the mediator of a new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant. Simply means this, we are released from the conditions of the Old Testament. We are released from the conditions of the law. Salvation and healing for us are an integral part of our lives. This means that healing is not an afterthought. Jesus wants to heal because this is who he is. So healing is a supernatural experience with a supernatural God. And one of our core values here is supernatural, that miracles are part of normal everyday life. And we are seeing that and we know that there is so much more that can be seen and experienced because Jesus wants to do more. Over the centuries, parts of the church actually unplugged themselves from the supernatural healing. But Holy Spirit has ensured that it remained through those who would believe. And that's you and I this morning. Jesus, the healer, is active today. He is moving in our lives today and is wanting to respond, us to respond to him as healer. So in the Bible, do you know there are around about 500 verses about Jesus, the healer? About 500 verses that described him healing people. So why did Jesus heal while he was on the earth? When we think about this, we can, we can understand how Jesus loves us and how he wants to heal. Let's have a look at this. We'll very quickly touch on some examples. First of all, his compassion. It is Jesus' nature to heal. Matthew 12, 14, 14 tells us, And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. The heart of Jesus is moved with compassion. And look, I know myself many years ago when I was uh, battling something which threatened to become very serious, I remember the word of God that spoke to me was this, Psalm 145.9, the Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. That was the word that spoke to me and just uh, raised my faith that God would heal me. And he did. The word was all I had. The word was all I needed. Jesus is all we need. The other reason, let's have a look at another reason. He healed to prove who he was. And truly Jesus did many other signs, as it tells us in the presence of his disciples, that um, these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, that believing you may have life in his name. So he he, uh, healed, he did miracles, so that we would know who he is and that we would believe today that he is still the same. Sometimes we think about healing objectively. I don't know about you. Sometimes we think about it and we talk about it as if it's something outside of us. We talk about healing as if it's out here, as if it's an object. It can be an experience we talk about. It can be a ministry, even a mystery. But this morning we can see this. 
Healing is a person. Healing is Jesus, the personification of Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord who heals you and who changes lives. So when Jesus walked past past people on the earth, we can see that the sick reached out to him. So the other reason he healed here, we can see he responded to faith. So an activation of our faith in Jesus is this. This is what it said. Whenever he entered into villages, cities or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces. They brought the sick out and laid them before Jesus and begged him that he might touch them as he walked by. Just the hem of his garment. And it tells us as many as touched him were made well. And so we too can reach out for him. And we reach out in faith. And we do see that. The hem of his garment can be like an, an activation of faith today, reaching out for Jesus when we know he is here to heal. So Jesus the healer is interesting, isn't it? This might be new to some people this morning. But uh, for myself, many years ago, when I was still in a denominational church, I found a book in the library of that church that talked about healing. And I read that book from cover to cover. And then my eyes were opened to Jesus the healer and God's heart to heal. And I began a journey of pursuing that and, and uh, you know, building up faith and trying to, to really build up and, and, and figure out how does this work. And I, I was reading books about healing. I was studying the word and going after the healer. And this was a couple of years before I had received Jesus as personal saviour. So I encourage you this morning to do the same. Go after this. Search it out for yourself especially if this is new for you this morning. So the third principle for us this morning is this. Just go back a little bit. I've jumped ahead a little bit. I'll just go back. I think we've got ourselves a bit out of, um, of uh, synchronisation here. So it's this. Jesus heals as this is his nature. This is his nature to heal. We have seen this and we have experienced this here so many times. Have we seen every condition healed? No, not yet. But we have seen great and significant healings. So let's not become discouraged by disappointments. It will take you down a path of doubt and unbelief. Can there be disappointments? Yes, there can. But the key to this is how we respond to the disappointments. And what I've learned is this. Jesus heals the disappointments as well. So the moment we take a step down the path of unbelief, which is wrong belief, we're walking away from Jesus rather than moving towards him. Our faith is placed in who Jesus is. That's where our faith is placed. And our part is to continue to engage with Jesus, the healer. And that's the encouragement this morning. So the compassion of Jesus for the sick and the afflicted can flow towards us and it can flow through us through our own hearts when we are open to Jesus. Our response to those who are sick and suffering is to release that compassion of Jesus towards those who are sick and suffering. There are many different ways that Jesus can heal. We'll just touch on a couple of them. He can heal sovereignly just because he is healer. And I have seen him do that. And uh, sometimes he just does it. And then we discover what he's done. And I know that there are many stories that we have here, and I know you have, where Jesus has done that. There can be what we call a word of knowledge, which is uh, the Holy Spirit highlighting an area that Jesus wants to heal. And we have seen that operate here 
quite frequently, and we will again later this morning. There can be, Jesus can heal through his word, which is my experience that I spoke about, where it was simply that, that activation, that word of God just came alive within me and my faith rose that he would heal. And it can be released through testimony. Now, the spirit of prophecy, it tells us, is the testimony of Jesus. Simply means this. When you share your testimony of how Jesus has healed you, that releases the faith because what Jesus has done for one, he will do again. And that's the power and the, uh, the love and the compassion that Jesus has for you and I. It does not discriminate. So personally, I have seen Jesus. I've, I've seen him. I've seen ear opened. I've seen eyes um, opened. I've seen a womb opened and a child you know, conceived in that womb. I've seen all of those things, and I'm sure you've seen many things as well. I've experienced his healing touch in my own life on so many occasions now. You know, the most uh, amazing one was the healing of an optic nerve a couple of years ago where I had damaged the nerve because of a fall and I'd hit my head. And I had double vision. And uh, just the obedience of a beautiful woman in our church who obeyed Jesus and said, I want you to pray for Julie, she did. And instantly, instantly, my healing was restored. We have seen many examples of this, and Jesus wants to do that this morning. If you have eye problems, he wants to touch you right now, and he wants to heal you. If you have problems with your ears, he wants to touch you right now, and he wants to heal you. Any other part, he wants to do that. You know, my hands, years ago... And some people have this, generational um, afflictions that come down the generations and arthritis was coming down my generation a long time ago now. And I said, I'm not having this. This is not my inheritance. I resisted it and I went after the healing for that. It took quite a while and I pursued it every opportunity I could. I stood up in meetings where there were words of knowledge. It took quite a long time and then suddenly one day it went and it has never returned. I know there's many other stories like this. I want to encourage you this morning, share your stories. Jesus heals when the corporate atmosphere also is conducive to his presence. And we've experienced this in, as an increasing measure and we're looking for Jesus to heal during this season of Jehovah Rapha. It is a season we're moving into, it's not an event. You know, it's not a ministry, it's not a service. It is a season of the life of Jesus. It is a season in which he will flow to us, he will flow through us, he will out from us, and we will see so much more. So what do you need to do this morning? What do we need to remember? Let's have a look at five quick points to note. First, accept that Jesus is willing to heal and able to heal. Now, he wants to heal. <clears throat> Why? I just felt the Lord say during worship this morning, I felt him say, there are so many more that I want to touch. There are so many more that I want to heal. There are so many more that I want to restore. There are so many more that I want to come to me. Jesus is not finished, not at all. So let's accept that he's willing and able. Acknowledge the authority of his word, which tells us that he is healer. Now, authority is not a popular word. But one of our core values here is God's word spoken and written. Very important. And when he says, I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you, that word stands in eternity. It is just as true today as it was when he spoke it to the Israelites. The third thing, we can cultivate a grateful heart towards Jesus. Now, it's very important that we have a soft heart towards Jesus. Our heart is soft and open to him so that we're ready 
when he's ready to touch. Act in faith to position yourself to receive. Build up your faith so that you're ready to receive when you need healing. You're ready to receive when he points someone out to you, says, I want you to pray for that person. Be ready to encourage and pray for others when the opportunity presents itself. And the last point, reach out for the hem of his garment in prayer. Your relationship with Jesus in the secret place is so important. That soft heart towards him in the secret place is so important. So when healing happens, what's actually happening? It's the kingdom of God breaking through. It's a manifestation of the kingdom of God, the supernatural encounter with a supernatural God. It's the kingdom breaking through. It is the new covenant. It is the new covenant that we have through Jesus that releases his healing far and wide, far beyond wide, as he demonstrates his love today, as he demonstrates his willingness to touch people today. Not limited by relationship and law like it was in the old covenant with Israel. No, healing is available to everyone today. And so often Jesus will heal someone today that they would know that he is real, that they would come to faith in him. So what we're going to do now, I'm going to invite you to respond in worship for a moment. What I want you to do is engage with Jesus the healer right now. We invite you to worship him, to tell him, open your heart and let it be soft to him. Then I'm going to come back.